This is Rhema for Today. Then Jesus said something that absolutely upended my theology. <laughs> now, you know, sometimes our theology needs upending. If it does, it's just upended. Praise God. What do you say? Get it lined up right. Get it lined up right. You see, he knew what I was thinking. See, he knew my thoughts. I had thought, why doesn't he do something about that demon? Why doesn't he? Why did he permit that? Why did he let that happen? Don't he know I'm not getting the message? Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The Believer's Authority, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Brother Hagan for today's message. Sometimes, a lot of times, people have said to me, because a number of times I would refer to Jesus, like this time appeared to me, well, what did he look like? I could care less what he looked like. I didn't take that much time. I was listening to what he had to say to me. I'm concerned what he's got to say to me. Amen. I didn't have time. I'm not going to take the time just to scrutinize, just to see just how he's crowed and what he's got on his feet and how long his hair is and whether he's got a beard, if he needed a shave or not. I didn't pay attention to that. I mean, that's not my... I mean, I'm uninterested in that. I'm not interested in the physical aspects of Jesus, not the least bit in the world. I'm interested in what he had to say to me. I wanted to be sure I listened intently that I got his message. Are you listening to me? But see, if we can get so taken up with the natural that we miss the spiritual. Amen. Now then, I thought, as I was there in prayer, you see, now I can't see Jesus. The dark cloud is coming and obscured him. The demon is yakety-yakking. I can hear the sound of his voice. He just went right on talking, just went right on talking, but I can't distinguish one word he's saying. Well, I just almost panicked. I thought, you know, I need to hear that because he's saying something very important. I need to get that, and I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Then I thought, Didn't Je don't Jesus know I'm not hearing him? Don't he know that I'm not getting that? Why don't Jesus do something about that? Now, see, a lot of things happen in life. I want you to get the spiritual point. Don't just get your mind on the vision there and all of that, what actually literally happened, but just get, you see, we ask questions. Well, why did God permit this? Why did Jesus permit this? Why don't he do something? If you listen carefully, you'll find out. You'll find out you'll have all your answers. If you'll just listen. Why? I'm, I'm thinking that. Why did he permit that devil to do that? Don't he know I'm not getting what he's trying to say to me? Don't he know I'm not getting it? Why did he allow that? Why did he permit that to come to pass? Why don't he do something about it? Why don't he stop that demon? Well, he didn't do anything. The dark cloud's still there. I can't see Jesus. It's like a big smoke screen, you see. I can't see Jesus. The demon's still jumping up and down the hall and I can't hear him. I hear the sound of his voice, but I don't distinguish one word. I don't know one word that he said. A few seconds at a time like that can seem like 10 minutes. I know it must have been just a few seconds, but it seemed to me like it must have been 10 minutes, you know. And finally, in desperation, in desperation, I just cried out, you foul spirit in the name of Jesus, I command you to shut up. And when I said that, just kerflop, he hit the floor. 
I mean, he shut up. I didn't hardly get the words out of my mouth until he shut up immediately and just hit the floor. The dark cloud disappeared. I could see Jesus. And that little old demon lay there on the floor in front of me, just like a little old dog. Did you ever take a little old dog, you know, and whip him, you know, and a little old pup, you know, and he just lay there and whine and shake all over, just, 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 just tremble all over. And he said to me, I sure don't want to, but if you tell me to, I know I have to. Well, I said, not only shut up, but get out of here. And he got up and ran off. And then, then Jesus said something that absolutely upended my theology. Now, you know, sometimes our theology needs upended. If it does, it's just upended. Praise God. What do you say? Get it lined up right. Get it lined up right. You see, he knew what I was thinking. See, he knew my thoughts. I had thought, why doesn't he do something about that demon? Why doesn't he? Why did he permit that? Why did he let that happen? Don't he know I'm not getting the message? Never will forget the longest day I live. To me, it's just as new as though it happened last week. See, spiritual things never grow old. Hallelujah. So he knew what I was thinking, and he said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. Well, now, you know, that came as a, you know, I said, with, with great surprise, Lord, uh, I, I know I misunderstood you. <laughs> you didn't say, if I hadn't done something about that demon, you couldn't. You said you wouldn't, didn't you? <laughs> no. No, he said, I said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. I said, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I said, Lord, you see, the second time now, you didn't say if I hadn't done something about that demon, you couldn't. You said you wouldn't, didn't you? No. <laughs> he said, I said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. Well, I sort of shook my ears that way, you know, both of them, you know, and I said, there's something happened to me. I'm not hearing right. Lord, I said I know I misunderstood you or, or I didn't hear it right. You didn't say that if I hadn't done something about that demon that you couldn't, you said you wouldn't, didn't you? And then he, he answered just pretty bold, just almost shot and said, no, I didn't say I couldn't, I said I wouldn't. I couldn't, not a wouldn't. I'll get it right. I couldn't, not wouldn't. Could not, could not. Well, now, one fellow said to me, well, now, don't tell me there's not anything Jesus can't do because he can do just anything he wants to do. I said, well, if he can, why don't he make you pay your tithes? <laughs> You know, that ended the conversation right there. <laughs> Amen, that ended it right there. That, 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 that closed it down, closed it down. That closed it down right there. And you know what was so strange about it was that I didn't know the man didn't know he didn't pay tithes. Spirit of God told me. I heard those words coming out of my mouth and almost turned to look, see who was saying it, and realized it's coming out of my mouth. 
But God just had a way of taking care of that fellow. Amen. Now, I said, uh, Lord, I never heard anything like that in my life. Did you? I, I never heard anything like that. I said, that's different than anything I ever preached. That's different than anything I ever heard preached. And Jesus got me in deeper before he got me out. He said to me then, he said, there's not anything in the New Testament anywhere that tells the church if they'll pray to me or pray to God the Father that we'll do anything about the devil. In fact, he said, the church or the Christian or the believer to pray that I will rebuke the devil or that God will rebuke the devil is wasting their time. When he said that to me, I said to the Lord, Lord, I've sure wasted a lot of time. Because <laughs> I picked up the bad habits other Christians have. You know what I mean? I don't know that he ever did rebuke them, but I sure prayed that he would anyhow. See, it's a whole lot easier just to turn the responsibility over him, not to assume any on your own. Or think you turned it over to him. Don't shout me down now, just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> and so... Uh, I said, I've sure wasted a lot of time then. Then I said to him, Lord, I can't accept that. I don't care if I am seeing you. I don't care if I am hearing you. And you would talk to him just as real and as plain as any person that ever spoke to me in my lifetime. I still cannot accept that unless you can prove that to me by the word of God. I won't accept any vision, any kind of supernatural experience if it can't be proven by the Holy Scriptures. Now listen particularly the New Testament. I'm not so concerned about the old. I'm not living under the old covenant. It was spiritually, for spiritually dead people. I'm not spiritually dead. I'm living under the new covenant. Are you listening to me? And that's where the Christian ought to live. Get in the epistles and live there. And then you'll really flourish as a Christian. Praise God. Well, I said, your Bible said, in the word of God, it said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So I want at least three witnesses and all of them in the New Testament that proves what you've said or I won't accept it. Now you think he became angry with me because I said that? No, he didn't. I, Jesus just smiled so sweetly and he said, I'll go you one better. See, I said three. He said, I'll give you four witnesses. In the New Testament, you see. And I said, well, uh, I've read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. And if there's anything like that in there, I don't know it. And he said, why, Sunday's a lot in there you don't know yet. <laughs> I'm glad there is. I said, I'm glad there is. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now then, Jesus said to me, first of all, nowhere, there's no place in the New Testament, let me say it again, no place in the New Testament, where any writer, Paul, that is writing letters to the church, you see, Paul, Peter, James, John, Jude, any of them that wrote letters to believers or Christians, not one single place where they told the church to pray to God the father about the devil or against the devil. Not one single place. Not one single place. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth W. Hagen's four-CD set, How to Be an Overcomer. We're also offering Lynette Hagen's CD, Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled The Art of Prayer. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. My plans for February here on the Rama Campus Winter Bible Seminar. That is February the 18th through the 23rd, 2024. Man. Yeah, uh, it that, starts on Sunday evening yes. at, at, uh, at 6 p.m. And then Monday through Friday, 8.30 service, a 9.30, a 10.30, and then a 7 p.m. That's right. Faith-filled services, yes. right? You can yes. go to rhema.org slash WBS, get all the information, actually register. It's a free conference, yes. but, but we like to get people to register so we'll know how many people came uh, to the event because it helps our city with all of their, uh, their, lot of statistics, the, their and statistics and, yeah. and things that they do. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his classic teaching, The Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.